You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 326 with Amber Sandberg. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I am super excited to talk about this topic. It's about our future self. This is one of my favorites because this is truly what helped me to lose weight and keep it off. And I know that some of you have a hard time envisioning your future self. I know with my clients, sometimes it's tricky and I have to kind of work with them to figure out what they're really looking for. And so I wanted to do this episode. I've done a future self episode before, uh, but I wanted to break it down a little bit differently in hopes that it helps you figure out what do you really want in your life for your future. Okay. So when you think about your future self, you might think, I can't even picture my future self. I I don't even know what she looks like. I don't even know what I'm supposed to be picturing. And so I want to say to you that I get that. And it can be hard because you're like, I don't know what she looks like. I've been this person for so long. How do I just picture this person? So this is going to be fun. So if you want to grab a pen and a paper, you might want to jot this down or come back to this episode. What I find interesting is that people can many times pick a goal weight or a size, and this is usually because they are using the past to figure out these numbers. But other than that, they don't really know why they want to be that size. So instead of just thinking about the numbers for your future, I want to go beyond that. So I would like to encourage you to think about what is your goal life that you want to have? What do you see yourself doing when you are the size you hope to be? What do you hope to be doing in the next few years as you lose the weight and keep it off? So for example, I just got back from Costa Rica not that long ago and I did ziplining, which was really fun. Um, So imagine maybe you want to go to Costa Rica and zipline and you know you need to be a certain weight in order to do that. Or maybe you want to go on roller coasters with your kids and you know you need to be able to fit in order to ride them. Maybe you want to do like this amazing hiking excursion to some magical location. And you know that you need less weight on your joints to be able to do that pain-free. So these are just some things that I want you to think about in the next, say, five years. What are you wanting to do? Like, what is your future self doing in five years? So I'm just using some of those examples to give you an idea of what you could be thinking. So I want you to envision your future and what you see yourself doing And this will help start breaking down those steps. Now, if you find that this is still too hard to think ahead, let's try a different tactic. Let's go back five years and think, what do you wish your past self knew about your current self? What do you wish your past self would have started doing in order to get you to your best version of yourself today, which would have been your future self five years ago, right? So do you think, I wish you would have started going to bed earlier and not staying up and watching Netflix. I wish you would have stopped eating a few hours before bed so that she could sleep more deeply and not have digestion issues. I wish you would have started increasing her water so that she would feel hydrated all the time. I wish she would have started walking even for five minutes and built up from there so that she could go on that amazing hiking trip that her friends invited her on this year. I wish she would have listened to her body more and paid attention to when she was getting closer to satisfied versus being full so that she could be 30 pounds down and fit comfortably in a roller coaster and not have to worry if she will fit. 
So do you get my drift on thinking about your future self, what she needs you to do today so that you set up for success for your future self? And why I like to go back sometimes, because I think it's easy to be like, I should have, would have, right? I should have done this. I should have done that. So I want you to think about that. If you can't think forward, go back and think, if I could have changed things over the past five years, what do I wish I could have said, poof, I changed it. And this would have totally changed the trajectory of my life. That's what you need to think about going five years ahead. Okay. So I hope this really kind of makes it more doable and kind of not so abstract, right? So anything that you feel maybe guilt, shame about not doing, that is where I would start on how do I do that today so that I can get to where I want to be in five years. Okay. I also want to say, you might be thinking, why can't we just pick a goal weight and just run with that? for thinking about your future self. Well, I find that when we can add, what do we want our goal life to look like? This truly helps us envision our future self. Here's the reality. You might get down to a certain size, but that might not be the future self you had pictured. But if you can add, what do you see for your life? Then you can recognize, oh yes, I can move my body well enough to play pickleball. I can go into any store and buy what I want. I can fit into an airplane seat without any problems. Do you see how by having those kind of things as tangible goals, you can hit it and be proud of that. You may hit the number on the scale or the number in your pants, but you still may be disappointed because you don't look the way you thought. Because here's the thing, I find when we just pick goal weight, or goal number, it's hard to imagine what that looks like. Maybe because the last time you weighed that, you were in your 20s before kids, and now you're in your 40s after having a couple kids, and you just have no idea what that will actually look like. I always thought this was funny. I heard an episode of um, two women talking, and they were talking about like when people think about their goal weight or um, getting to their goal or their uh, you know ideal size. It's like they're envisioning themselves with long hair and in their 20s. It's like, just because you lose weight doesn't mean the time goes back and you look young and your hair is like blowing in the wind. I just thought that was so funny. And so I, I want you to really be honest with yourself that like, for me, losing the weight also created loose skin. So even if I got back exactly to where I was, I don't look the same. I had kids. I'm older now. I've had that weight on my body. So now my skin doesn't bounce back because I'm older and things just look different. And that's what I'm trying to help you guys see that like, don't just use the number because it could be disappointing. But if you use other things, then you know, you hit it and you can be proud of yourself. Because the reality is you will get to your goal weight and you will be proud of yourself and it will be exciting, but there will be a time that comes that you will start to nitpick and be like, well, I wish my legs were like this. Well, I wish my skin didn't sag, or I wish I didn't have the cellulite, or I wish I didn't have these wrinkles, or I would, it just goes on. It goes on and on and on. And you have to catch yourself. And I think that many of us think that when we lose the weight, all of that will go away. It won't. We are humans. 
and we are not perfect. And so I want you to use something that you can be like, you know what? I am the size that I hope to be, even though I don't absolutely love my legs or I wish that the skin didn't sag a little bit, but you know what? I can go and work out with the best of them. I can walk Disney World and it be no problem. I can carry my kids and get up and down off the floor, no biggie. Those are the things that you can truly measure and be proud of. That's what I want you to think about. I do want to say, though, I do find it's helpful to have some kind of number goal in mind because it does help you go after something. But with that said, I believe if we can track more than just our weight, we will see more success and it will truly be more fulfilling. So if we can think about tracking our behaviors versus just our weight, this data will show you your path to your future self. This will help you see the goals you will want in your life. So the key though to this is with tracking all of your behaviors is not just to look at the data, but you need to change it, not just observe it. So if you find that you're tracking your sleep and you keep going to bed late, then you need to figure out how to get in bed earlier so that you can get the sleep that you need. You need to start acting from your future self so that she will thank you for all those small steps that added up over time to get her in the best place. So I want you guys to think about this, okay? Like I I truly want you to think about in five years, because most of you are moms listening to the show because this is a podcast for moms. Sometimes I find that when I talk to my clients about their future self, I tell them to think about the ages of their kids. That is really eye-opening, right? Like there's something about watching kids grow that really shows you how much time has gone by versus just looking at adults. So if you think about this and you are like, my oldest will be graduating from high school in five years, that may put a fire under your butt that you wouldn't have if you're just trying to think, oh, I'll be 43, right? Or whatever it is. Like, what do you want to do with your kids before they graduate? Is there something fun that you would like to do when they graduate? Like, just use this as an example with the oldest graduating, okay? Is there a fun trip? But do you know that you then need to be in a certain shape to be able to go on that trip? Not shape and size. I mean, like, are you in shape? And so these are the things to think about, right? Or maybe you have a daughter who um, in five years will turn 16 and you know you want to take her to New York City to go shopping, a mom and daughter shopping spree. How awesome would it be that you felt comfortable enough that you could walk New York City, no big deal, and also buy clothes that are in the store. Not be like, well, you know what? We can only buy stuff for her because she can fit into it. I mean, these are the things that I want you to think about. Maybe you have really little kids and you know like your oldest is gonna be in kindergarten. What do you want to look like? What do you want for your life when your child hits kindergarten? Right? Or maybe your youngest will be in kindergarten and now all your kids are in school. What do you want for your life? What do you want to do? Do you want to go back to work? Do you want to start, you know, a business? Do you want to like get into exercising? Like what can you do now? All the little steps to get you to where you want to be. How can you stack those habits? I always talk about this. Everything compounds, either negative or positive right? Like you think about like a negative compound, 
It's like I stay up late, I watch Netflix, and then when I stay up late, I'm so tired, so then I eat to keep myself up to watch Netflix, and then I go to bed late, and then I'm tired in the morning, and then I need to drink a lot of coffee, and then sugar and carbs to keep me up because I'm so tired because I went to bed so late watching Netflix. And then I'm gaining weight because I'm eating so late instead of going to bed. That's negative compounding, right? Where if you're like, I know I need some good sleep, like, okay, pretend like you don't have infants listening to the show. Okay. Cause that's a whole different beast. I'm talking about people who can actually sleep through the night. If you're like, I am going to start going to bed, turning off TV and anything at nine o'clock unwind, do things that are not with a screen and hopefully go to sleep by 10. And you keep working at that. Eventually you will be getting the sleep you want. And then you're not going to feel bad that you stayed up And then you're not adding more pounds because you're now eating later at night, right before bed, and then having to deal with getting that weight off. It's like, let's build that positive compound effect. So then you're rested in the morning. You don't have to rely on junk food, sugar, all this extra carbs just to keep you awake. You get up earlier, you go go do your workout, or you get your quiet time in before the kids start talking to you. And then you feel good. You set yourself up for that day. I want you to think about how do you set up your next five years for your future self? What is she going to turn back and thank you for? What does she need you to do today? What did you not do the past five years that you're like, oh, I wish my past self knew that today my, the future self needed her to start these things, even though they seemed small at the time. I needed her to do it. I think so many of us feel like, oh, the little steps don't matter. It's just, it, well, it, they dismiss it. It all adds up. Trust me, this is how I lost weight and kept it off. So if you haven't listened to my past few episodes, I talked about white knuckling. White knuckling is like when you just are kind of like, you're just trying to lose weight to lose weight and hope to keep it off, but your life is miserable. That is not thinking for your future self. Okay. But if you relate to that, especially if you come off some crazy diet in January, that's a good one for you. And then I talk about buffering. Buffering is about the things that you keep going to, to avoid feeling something when you're trying to do something that might feel challenging or difficult. So I want you to listen to them. I'm keeping them small, like shorter episodes so that you can just get through them little nuggets. And then I also did episodes end of December and going into January about doing hard things, scary things that I think would be really great for you to listen to, that they could all build off of each other and give you some tools and ideas that could help you. And again, I say this every time, if you have not taken advantage of your mini coaching session, let me encourage you to jump on a call with me and we can kind of talk about what your future self looks like. If you're struggling with this, we can go through like, what do you wish you would have changed in the past five years? How can we apply that going forward? Like if you're just struggling and you want a game plan, jump on the call. It's free. It's the gift that I want to give you guys as my listeners. And I know as moms, you know, sometimes we are the last person to get help. And so I'm offering this to you guys so that you have help. Even if you decide not to do coaching with me and you just do this call, take advantage of it. So just grab a spot at mominspiredshow.com forward slash coaching. 
If you don't find a spot, a time that works, email me at amber at mominspiredshow.com. If IG is more your jam, you can find me at Mom Inspired Living. Go there and follow me if you don't already and DM me and just be like, hey, I heard the message on this and I, I want to set up a call. I want to figure out a plan. Um, that is what it's there for. Take advantage of it. Okay, you guys. Um, so I just want to end with this. Think about what habits would be best for you to track to get closer to your goal weight and your goal life so that you can get to your future self that you envision. I hope this inspires you. I hope it encourages you to just get that ball rolling. You guys deserve it. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. If you love this episode, I would love for you to tag me at mom inspired living on IG stories. So I can personally thank you for sharing this. All right, you guys, I'll see you next week. 